0: Dating Skills Review, the central source for dating advice for men, brings you the Dating Skills Podcast. Hey there, this is another episode of Dating Skills Podcast, and today we have one of our editors, Jackson. Jackson's been around for around 10 years, and actually Jackson and I go a long way back because we had a company in the UK way back in uh 2003 2004 which we is doing dating coaching at the time called impact interaction so that's kind of how we we met hey jackson great to have you on how you going angel all right it's, it's it's great to have you on here
1: good to be on the show mate
0: yeah so uh can you just give us like a a quick like background on when you got into this you know it was it was around 10 or 11 years ago i think and you know kind of
1: how you first got into it yeah no i was um I guess I had a similar similar sort of story to most guys who get into it. I was just terrible with women growing up. I didn't know how to meet women, how to attract them. I was just very shy, very anxious around women that I didn't know. So uh, I started looking for answers online and I found a few different sites, some different advice. Started trying it out with some success here and there, but it wasn't until I moved over to London, met up with a bunch of different guys, yourself included, and a few of the other guys, Going out and really trying different things, putting into practice what we'd learned that started to get results, see what was working, see what wasn't working, and just sort of coming up with a formula, I guess, for um, being able to go out, meet women everywhere, and, and get some dating success. But so that was, uh, yeah, about 10 or 11 years ago. Time flies.
0: <laughs> too fast. Way too fast. Uh, so... Well, Jackson and I were talking a minute ago, and what we said we would focus this episode on is since, you know, Jackson's been around for 10 years, uh, we talk about the things that he's learned over time, which didn't work out so well, and he's kind of left by the wayside afterwards. So kind of the things that uh, he was doing for a while or he'd learned to do, and, you know, later on, he found out, like, there's better ways of doing it, and, you know, he kind of stopped, dropped those things and moved on to other things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the biggest difference between when we first got into this and now is these days there's just so much information out there for new guys who are starting out. There's thousands upon thousands of different books you can read, DVD courses, products, seminars. Back when we first got into it, there was a few forums online. There was maybe one or two guys who had uh, some products or workshop they were teaching, but All of this information wasn't as accessible as it is today, so back then it was a matter of uh, talking with guys who were in a similar situation, sharing some theories online, trying out what they thought worked, uh, reporting back what we did, and it was just, you know, probably I don't know how many guys were were seriously into it. There was probably, I don't know, maybe 100 to 200 guys who were posting on a a regular basis back then, and... It was it was a much more complicated process of uh, going out and just refining everything. Whereas if you get into it now, there's so much more information out there that you can put into practice. So, I mean, there was a number of things that I was trying out ten years ago that, at the time, I thought, oh, that's that's the way to do it. That's what somebody has recommended. Whereas today, I would feel retarded even even trying some of these ideas. They're just ridiculous. But at the time when you don't know anybody, you try everything and see what works and throw away what doesn't. And I think that's just a continual process. So uh, even even now, I mean, I'm probably doing things that even a couple of years ago I wouldn't have thought was possible. But it's just through trying different things, pushing the envelope, mm-hmm. you, you start to see what you can get away with, uh, developing things from there. So you know, I'm sure in a few more years I'll be doing things different from what I'm doing today. So uh but yeah what we want to do is try and try and give guys a few tips that they can um I guess shortcut their learning curve so they can stay away from the things that aren't really going to be that effective in getting the results. Mm-hmm. And they can focus all their time on what's going to get them the most results for the least time possible. Yep. So I mean I think the first thing that guys really need to do is to work out what they actually want from this. Uh most guys who get into it they, they say, I just want to be good with women. Which is great, but it's also a very vague concept. So, what does being good with women mean to you? You know, for, for every guy, it might, it's gonna be something different. For one guy, it might be going out, getting a bunch of phone numbers. For other guys, it's gonna be taking girls home from the bar every night. Other guys wanna get a girlfriend, maybe get married. So, you need to work out what you actually want. And, try and find people who have had similar success in that area. Try and learn from them. I mean, there's there's guys out there who are teaching teaching techniques and things that are going to be great for going out in a nightclub, picking up girls in loud, high energy clubs. If you're the kind of guy that's looking for a girlfriend who's maybe uh, you know a shy girl, doesn't go out a lot, hangs out in the library studying, spending all your time learning techniques for going out and picking up girls in high energy clubs. Probably isn't going to get you what you want out of this, so you need to focus on what's going to make you happy, and try and spend all your time, uh, you know, I guess searching, searching for information that's going to take you in that direction. So that's that's an excellent point, and it's it's
0: an excellent starting point, and it's it's, it's kind of funny because. Um, that that I was thinking about this exact stuff this week because, uh, like I was saying, just a minute ago, I, I read um, Hypno, Hypnotica's uh, new book, and there's a lot of it's it's a lot about what you want to do rather than how you do it. Um, which, as as we know, having been in this for a while, is that you know I I, I think like let, let, let's let's see if we kind of went through the same uh, like course. Is that you know we started out with one objective, and then I think. In my in my my in what happened to me was that I I kind of got hijacked or like uh, distracted and I started chasing other uh other goals and then
1: yeah.
0: after a while you kind of come back full circle to to whatever you you know whatever was the idea you roughly had which wasn't very well formed you know uh, yeah and 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 you kind of come come back to that and then you start actually getting the happiness and the satisfaction from it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know for myself, uh, once I got into it fairly hardcore, uh, I had, I had times where I was, I was doing things and trying things that took me in the total opposite direction from what I probably wanted initially, but yeah. you, you don't even realize it at the time. You're so mm. focused, focused on it and you, you can't see the bigger picture. You are, uh, you can, yeah, you definitely can get sidetracked and, and you're doing things that are, wasting your time and also taking you somewhere that you don't even want to go. So that's something that you definitely need to keep keep an eye out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, you know, when when we first got into it, I remember it was all about, uh, I guess, trying to learn what lines work the best with women, like what, what are the best techniques to use and that's the information that everybody wanted. And One one of the earliest guys that was teaching was a guy called uh, David D'Angelo who a lot of the listeners are probably familiar with. And he had a uh, a DVD program that he released and he was talking about how all all the guys that that come to him, they're like, I want the the best lines you've got, I want the best approaches, the best techniques to to make girls attracted to me. Mm. And he was trying to teach them that what you really want to be focusing on is, is the inner game. You need to build up your confidence, and uh, work on yourself so that you don't need to use all these techniques. They just sort of happen naturally. But the guys couldn't understand that. They, they were so focused on what to say, and I was the same way. I don't know if, if you had that experience as well, but I was focused on everything I can say to make a girl like me, and without seeing the... And I think so many guys who get into it are in that exact same situation. But it's hard to tell someone, you know, these are the things that you really need to focus on, unless you've been through that experience and learned it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep.
0: Yeah, go on. Yeah. So, so I, this is. I mean, I'd say this is one of the hardest things because it's, it's, it, it's just. It's just kind. Of, I, I think it relies a lot on experience. You know, there's 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 things that you can't see without having experienced them, and in in some ways, there's wrong turns that you're gonna to have to make, um, but you just want to kind of limit those um, as much as possible. And I think you know one of the key things is to, like you said, try and keep a specific goal in mind, and also trying to keep an open mind about uh, about things that you can't see about how it's working. So, you know, you're saying that people are focused on what to say and, you know, someone says, well, it's not about that. What you ought to do is be more confident and it's a hard concept to understand. Um, So, but if, if, if someone's saying, saying that and you respect them because, you know, you've seen that their material is good and they seem to have the lifestyle that you want to get to, which is your specific goal, then you, you've kind of, kind of got to stick with that and it's going to be maybe a little bit harder to understand at first. Um, but, If you stick with it, you you will get there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I think there's a difference between knowing something on a surface level and knowing something on a deep gut level after experiencing it yourself. Mm -hmm. So one of the things, uh, when I first got into this, um, one of the, the beliefs that people were saying you need to develop is the belief that women enjoy sex as much as men do. And I read that, and at that time I was like, well, that doesn't match my experience, but this is what people are saying, so I'm going to choose to believe it. But it wasn't until I had that experience of going out and having it happen again and again and again that I actually internalised it, and it became my belief, and I was able to, I guess, modify my behaviours to incorporate that new belief. If, if you tell a guy... Uh, women are more attracted to your personality than your looks. If he has uh, the experience of going out and women are rejecting him again and again and again, he's going to believe, well, that's not true. Uh, My my looks are affecting my, my success with women. If you're able to change the way he approaches women, the way he interacts with them, uh, the way he flirts with them, the way that women respond to him so that he gets positive responses, he can start to develop that belief that, okay, my personality is more important in attracting women than my looks. But it's not until you have those positive experiences that you're able to really internalize that new belief. Yeah. Yeah, so
0: I, it's, it's a question of kind of like seeing is believing and sometimes you have to see it several times as well or or many more times
1: and yeah ab- absolutely i mean um you know i've i've had a number of experiences when i was first getting into this where i was i was told certain things like you know this this is what's important uh this is what you need to do i was like oh okay that's that's how it works so i i might have gone out and approached a girl and that I thought uh, that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, but mm. I was still operating with these bad beliefs because I guess you, your beliefs are probably the hardest thing to change. I think it's not like a, an overnight thing. That's, I guess that's why people are more interested in the lines and the techniques and the ta- tactics because that's something you can adopt and use straight away, whereas to actually change your beliefs on a deep level, it takes a bit of time. You can't just do that overnight. So, I think, uh, it's, in, in one way, I mean, I, I went out and I made a lot of mistakes with women. I did things that don't really work. But at the same time, that was great because I was able to see what's not working. I was able to, uh, to put things into practice and, like, gather evidence in the real world. So, I was able to change my beliefs slowly over time based on the results that I was seeing so i think for guys out there who are afraid to go out and mess up and make mistakes you're not really going to uh waste your time by going out and trying something if it doesn't work you're going to see okay this is this is one way that i tried didn't get the best results for me let me try this other way so you learn from ev- every experience there's no there's no failure there's only there's only learning so at the at the end of the day you've got nothing to lose by going out talking to some women trying out different techniques trying out different mindsets and seeing what works best for, for you from there. Mm
0: mm-hmm. And so I think I think there's another thing to that is that you have to really put kind of like 100% in um and really you know do exactly You try, try, experiment exactly with the approach that you're looking at and trying to learn from. Uh, a lot of, a lot of the people who are unsuccessful at this, it's because they half ass it, right? They say, I want to try this, but underneath they're afraid or, um, or, you know, they don't think it's going to work. So they don't, they don't go all out. They don't put their best effort in to make it as, as good as possible. And they don't try it the 10 times it might take to, you know, get it, get it right. Um, so, you know, that, that, I I think a lot of people who stumble and eventually maybe even give up this, this is actually what's happening. It's just that, you know, it, it, it can take a lot to do something, which seems pretty easy, but it can take a lot of effort to, to do it the right way. Um, and if you do it a half-assed way, you're going to get mediocre results and then you're going to start blaming it. Like you're going to say,
1: oh, this doesn't work. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think it's, uh, especially true when you're first starting out, like, with anything, with the, the first time that you try it, you're gonna to have to put in more work because you don't have anything to start from. It's like uh, if if you were going to the gym, right? If you want to, uh, if you're 50 pounds overweight and you decide I'm going to go to the gym once a week for half an hour, hmm. you're not you're going to get the results that you need. You're gonna to have to go to the gym, you know, four or five days a week, put in the time, put in the effort to lose that weight. But once you get the base level of fitness, you can probably go to the gym once, twice a week and just maintain what you've already worked to achieve. And I think it's the same with approaching and dating women. Uh, when we first started doing this, we went out a lot. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but I think I, I was out, you know, <laughs> seven, seven nights a week either out in bars and clubs approaching women or on dates with women that I've met on those other nights. So. I was out probably for a year pretty much every single night. So you, you put in more effort to start to build up your base level of competence, but now, I mean, I could probably get away with going out once a fortnight and after doing one or two warm-up approaches, it'll just come back straight away because it's it's like muscle memory. It's ingrained inside you. And once you've put in the work to develop the, the base skills, you don't need to work as hard once you've got that initial experience
0: yeah yeah totally it's, uh, and uh, there's something about the frequency uh as as well uh when you're first starting out because it's it's like when you when you're trying to put in place new habits if, if, if yeah. you're doing it very very frequently it becomes much much easier but if you you know if, if, if you space it out once per week Um, and this happened to me, you know, when I was busy and and at some points I I found, I found that really things weren't moving forward. I wasn't getting better. Um, I didn't, I didn't have, you know, the time I wasn't putting the time in or or I wasn't going out enough or seeing enough women or just being around women enough, uh, to, to get, to get better at at that time. But as soon as you, you know, start making a daily thing, as you say that, you know, we went through these intense periods, then you, you start seeing like, Literally every few days, you're, you're getting new epiphanies, you're starting to believe more, you're starting to see things that, you know, you've heard people talk about in the DVDs or the books or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think um, in, initially, like, you, you're really trying to overcome, you know, 20, 30, 40 years of bad habits depending on what age you get into this. So when I got into I was I was about 20 years old, so I had 20 years of bad habits that I needed to try and correct. So if I'm going out once a week, once every two weeks, talking to one or two girls, it's, it's not going to be enough to overcome what I've been doing for 20 years. So you really need to put that effort in and literally sort of shock your system into growing and developing and and learning new ways of behaving and if you're able to do that and get past that initial pain period then it becomes that bit easier as you go on and on until you get to the stage where I guess you just you don't even really think about it I mean I've I've been out times with you where we're walking down the street in London and I'm talking to you and I turn around and you disappear (laughs) and you're off down the street talking to some girl and getting a number and I guess you're not even really thinking about it; It just becomes part of who you are in your daily life. Yeah.
0: Um, interestingly, just a side note is that, I mean, for the that that used to be really automatic to me, uh, to the point where it was actually difficult to stop. <laughs> so I I don't know. I felt like at one one time I felt like a recovering. <laughs> um, I don't know what you call it, but a recovering something. Um, yeah. And, uh, but I'm, I'm over that now and I don't, I don't get these urges to, to kind of approach women and talk to them all, all the time that I used to. And, and it's, I haven't, I haven't talked to, I don't talk to it, uh, a lot of people about it, but it's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's just, uh, I guess, I guess that's some, you can see that people are really pliable and you can become what you want because, you know, before we started all of this, like walking up to a girl and talking to her was like a heart, you know, it was just a crazy experience that you'd never think of doing, right? Sure. Um, and I evolved at one point to this this point where if, I, if an attractive girl went past, I literally could not walk past without talking to her. It got, got you know, um, pretty out of hand.
1: You know, basically yeah. if I, I
0: decided that at one point that if she was a, a really nice, high-quality girl that, you know, I, sh- I should approach her. And after following that rule for a while, it became so automatic that it was hard not to do. Um, and yep. then I had to kind of work to erase that afterwards. Um, so to just be able to relax and you know, and and watch watch an yeah. attractive girl walk past and and not have to not have to take that opportunity. Right, you can let opportunities go all the time as well. Um, yeah, absolutely.
1: I think it's important to remember as well. Like there's there's a difference between. Uh, being conscientious about this and going out and making a real effort to, to get with good with women and becoming obsessive to the point where this overtakes your life and right. you don't do anything else. You don't want to end up in that, in that stage and I've seen plenty of guys who end up there. They, they can't go out without talking right. to every woman they see uh, and to the point where they, they don't do anything else. If they're not talking to a woman they get miserable and depressed, they need the constant feedback and stimulus from a woman's positive reactions to yeah. feel good about themselves or they they just turn weird, like it's, it's hard to explain but guys who take this too far, I think they lose sight of why they get getting into this in the first place. For me, it was I wanted to have choice with women, I wanted to have options, I wanted to be able to go out and meet women in different situations and I wanted to do that to improve my life. I didn't want to do it too uh, so that it overtook my life. And some guys, they lose sight of that and become obsessive about it. And you, you need to watch that as well because you, you can end up at the stage where you, you're putting in more and more work into this, talking to more and more women, and you're probably going backwards because you're losing your own sense of identity and who you are as a person. You're losing, losing touch with all these other interests that make you who you are. And you, you're just so focused on approaching women and, and getting great reactions from them that it, it can just take you into some really uh, dark places if you don't watch out for that as well.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. And um, it's, it's kind of like it's crowding out the rest of you, you know. You, you, you can have all of these great things going for you, these great interests and these things you're doing in your life which, which make you who you are and make you that more and more attractive to women and so on. Um and then you know if you take this dating advice and and you know studying this stuff and practicing it uh too much and you become obsessive and it becomes eighty percent of your life uh then you know it maybe it's okay for a little while right i mean it's 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 always good good to learn something to do intensely uh you know f- from a month or you know uh, that kind of thing, but if you do it for a while, you'll start losing all of that stuff that made made you unique and more attractive, and, and really, you should be building out that stuff. Um, and as you said, you know, you're basically going backwards because you're losing some of the things that you could have built out and made stronger, and make, and make yourself more attractive in a sustainable fashion uh, to, to, to women, rather than in uh, how would you say in 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 any individual interaction, right? So maybe maybe you you know what to say, so, so, so say some great things when you first meet a woman, um, but if you're going to actually start having relationships with women and, you know, being with them every day, then, you know, you're going to have to go a lot further than the first few conversations that that you mastered um, from focusing on them so much.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, when it comes down to it, women are going to have a relationship with a guy that they're attracted to, that they like, that they feel comfortable with, that they have things in common with. If you're just a guy who goes out to, to bars and nightclubs every single night trying to talk to as many women as you can, and that's all you do, then you're really going to struggle to find a woman who wants to have a relationship with you. You Women go out to bars and clubs to unwind on the weekend, uh, have a drink, have a dance with their friends, maybe meet a guy. But they don't do that as their whole life. They've got other things that they're they're doing as well. And if you're this one-dimensional club guy that doesn't have anything else going on, uh, once women find that out, they're just they're going to think that you're weird and they won't want anything to do with you. And I know that there's a lot of uh, guys who got into this hardcore, even some dating instructors, who they couldn't have relationships with women because they had nothing going on in their lives that women were attracted to. They had the, they had the ability to make a great first impression. They had all these great stories that they could tell, so that women think, oh, this guy's awesome. He's got all this crazy stuff going on. He sounds like so much fun, he's the perfect guy. But once I actually went out on a date with the guy and started to find out more about him, I found out that, that he couldn't actually back any of it up. It was just all a front that he used to meet them and impress them and there was nothing sort of real behind it.
0: Yep, totally. So I guess, you know, I, I guess we're, we're, co- we're covering the whole subject of being too obsessive, um, and ditching the rest of your life. Um, for this, and really, really, you know, if, if you want to do well at this stuff, you've got to continue working on all the other great things uh, that you're working on in your life, um, and maybe even work harder at them because uh, uh, you know, in the end, you, you get rewards from all of these things. Um, that so that's obviously a big area where a lot of guys go wrong, and um, they waste a lot of time, or maybe you know they never really get what they want they wanted in the first place out of this. What other are, what are kind of uh, mistakes along the way did you
1: make? The I, think I, spent too much time, I think I spent too much time focusing on the wrong things that I thought would make me attractive to women. Mm. Uh, I mean, going back, you know, 10 years ago when we first got into it, there, there was a lot more emphasis on, uh, I guess, gimmicks when it comes to meeting women. So there are different things that, that people advised that were, that were great tools to make women. If you could master these, then you'd be able to meet any woman and have confidence and attract any woman. And so things like, uh, palm reading, handwriting analysis, learning astrology, all this sort of, uh, things that they termed as chick crack. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you could master these things, it, it's a great way to, uh, get rapport with women and attract women. And I mean, looking at it now, I mean, is learning how to read a woman's palm going to make you more attractive to her? I mean, I would say no. Is is learning uh, how to analyze her handwriting going to make you think, "Oh, this, this guy knows what my handwriting means. I want to jump into bed with him straight away." It's it's not going to happen in reality. It's maybe if 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 you learned a few interesting things from her, it, it might boost your success by one or two percent at the most. Mm-hmm but it's not focusing on the main areas that are going to make you more attractive as a man. Mm -hmm. And those were things that I sort of, uh, you know, looked into back then. I I had a couple of books on palm reading and and different sorts of spiritual things. I thought, oh, if I can just figure out how to master this, then it'll make uh, make me more attractive to women and it'll make everything easier. And, you know, I I was just focusing on the wrong things, I think. If, if you took palm reading, for example, I mean, you could probably spend a year learning everything about what the different lines mean, uh, how to interpret everything. And at the end of that year, if you've, if you've studied this intently, I would say you're not going to do much better with women than when you started. If, you know, at times you might even do worse because you've focused so much on that, you've forgot about the things that actually make a man attractive to a woman. So I think, Focusing on the small details that are okay to use once you've got the core principles in, in place, uh, you need to prioritise what you're focusing on. So I think that the main things that, that guys should be working on are just how to approach women, have a natural conversation, how to develop their sense of humour, how to lead women, how to sexually escalate, how to be more masculine, just basically the core things of, of being a man. I mean, when it comes down to it, women want a guy who is confident, is fun, goes for what he wants and, you know, is good in bed and can give them a good time. I think they just, they want a normal guy that they can see themselves with. They necessarily want this weird guy who's, who's going around reading their palms and telling them all about astrology and doing rune readings and all sorts of, Mystical stuff they might find that interesting for a while mm-hmm. but they're not attracted to a man because of that all right so calling those things gimmicks is a good is a good term
0: I think and they really are kind of distractions maybe maybe you know maybe part of the thing part of the reason these things are uh interesting to us and, and we it's kind of like things that we want to use and we're like, "Oh, this this seems like a good idea is that it enables us to kind of hide behind them, right? We don't have to we don't have to be I ourselves." Was,
1: yeah, I think that was the whole idea of uh indirect game hmm. back then that everyone was using that became popular with Mystery and Style and a few other guys was have, having a series of routines and openers that you can use to really hide hide behind hide your true intent not have to face up to your fears and not have to risk rejection and put your ego on the line. And that's that's why most guys get into this. I think they're they're afraid of uh, getting rejected by women. They're afraid of what might happen. And when you're able to find a way that says, you know, you can approach any woman and you don't have to risk rejection, that sounds very attractive because, you know, here's like this backdoor I found to bypass... biggest fear and I can still get the same results but over the long term you're not confronting the fear that you have and so it's always going to be there until you actually face that front on you're always going to have that there so I mean I know when you and I were doing this with a lot of the other guys it it was all about indirect game using all these um, gimmicks and openers and different things that Hid the fact that we were interested in a woman. Yeah. And I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how you found it, but the more that I did it, it just, it didn't feel right. Like there's, there's always this sort of feeling inside of like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really, uh, going, I'm not really getting where I want to be. I'm not getting past this fear. fear. There's always something there that sort of feels like it's, it's not quite right.
0: Yeah, and well, for me it made things more complicated. Uh, like I found, I found the girls less manageable um, because they didn't know what was going on a lot of the time, yep. which made them feel uneasy. Um, and you, and you see it basically because they tend to, I don't know what the word is, but maybe bounce around between different emotions. Yeah. a lot which just makes the kind of like it just makes it more challenging to deal with what's going on right and you get some very strange reactions and back when we were doing it a long time ago and I, we were I was you know really testing a lot of that kind of stuff out I used to get some very strange reactions from women um or very kind of extreme reactions because they didn't know what to do you know um yeah. and maybe they just grab you and then like a second later they did it, but like you know they were like I don't know if I should even talk to you and like you know they they were being but they really didn't know where to be, and you know it meant you, you had to put a lot more effort into kind of controlling where things were going. Whereas, you know, when you, when you make it more, how would you say, natural, like just use it, then then the the girl knows where it's going, and it's a lot easier. I and mean, there's 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 nothing nothing that she can't comprehend about it. Um, it just makes the whole interaction a lot easier, and it means you you don't have to like deal with you know, basically, kind of sidewinders, things, you know, uh reactions that you you're not going to expect because you know she's not sure what's going on, so she's going to react in a, in a funny way. So when when you're more natural about things and, and you're not kind of like holding back and keeping a front on, you get less of those, um, you know, more 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 challenging reactions that you have to think on your toes and you have
1: to like, okay, what am I going to do with this because I've never seen this before. Yeah, totally. I've had situations back then where, you know, I I did all this stuff, I ran all this, you know, quote-unquote game on women and got their phone number, went on a date with them and really they, they were unsure why they were there. <laughs> they weren't sure if I was interested in them, yeah. if, if I was gay or right. if like... You know, I women say, oh, are you like a, are you a comedian? You've got all these like funny stories you tell. And at times where uh, I kissed a woman, and they'd be, oh, why why did you do that? And they they literally had no idea that I was interested in them because I hadn't expressed that. It was, I guess, it was more like a performance rather than Mm -hmm. an interaction. You you've got all these uh, stories and lines that you focused on getting out there to elicit a reaction from her, but it's not really taking into account that there's this other person involved in an interaction with you. Yeah. yeah. And so it was very strange for the girl. Yeah. And that example
0: you gave of uh, where the woman says, you know, why did, why did you just kiss me? Um, yeah. That, you know, that was something that was, you know, common for me at the time as well because yeah. they, they didn't know where you were coming from. And it's not that they didn't want to. They did want to, but yeah, they didn't believe you. They didn't, you know, they didn't like this isn't happening kind of thing because I don't understand because, you know, this, he's been acting in all the way time, and now right. we're kissing and I don't understand it and I'm not sure what to do.
1: Yeah. I had a lot of women say, uh, is this happening? Is this real? I don't understand what's going on. It was just, it didn't match, I guess, their, their reality because they never had something like that happen before is, which is what I guess we were trying to do is trying to, differentiate ourselves from all the other guys out there so that we're not getting the same reactions. But at the same time, if it's completely out of the ordinary that women don't know what you're doing, they don't know how to respond. They wonder why you're talking to them and they they get confused by the whole thing. So you can also end up wasting a lot of time doing that. You can go out on dates with women who possibly have no interest in you at all, but they they don't even know that you're into them. Because you've done such a good job of hiding it and playing these games, you're doing all this uh push-pull stuff, making them think you're interested and then pushing them away. But in the end, it just sort of fries their brains, and they're like, "I, I don't even know what's going on."
0: Totally. And then, uh, of course, you lose some some of the higher higher quality women who you know kind of won't stand for, for for that kind of stuff, who have strong personalities. You know, they know who they are and. Um, you know, the, the higher quality women, they'll kind of like be, oh, I don't know what's going on with this guy, but you know, it's 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 not right, and you'll 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 end up losing them and not doing well with those women. Yeah, I think the biggest problem is it
1: with it is that <coughs> I think the biggest problem with it is that it puts you in the mindset that you need to keep entertaining a woman, you need to keep coming up with all these interesting stories and. Ideas and and routines to keep a woman's interest and that if you just relax and have a normal conversation and just be yourself, you think that you're going to, to lose her, that she's not going to be interested. So you need to keep coming up with new and better ways to hold her attention, which isn't the case at all. But when you get into that mindset, it can be hard to break out of it. And I know a lot of guys who were seen as being very successful with women They could go into a club, pick up any woman. When it came to actually going on a date with them, they would have all these scripted stories and routines written on a piece of paper, hidden in their pocket or their wallet, and they'd go out, have a drink with the girl, run through all these stories, then forget what they were going to say next, so they'd have to run to the bathroom, take out their piece of paper, read through their notes, like, hey, I've said that one, I haven't done this one, I'll say this next. And they're so stuck in their own head that... It just weirds women out. And, I mean, I've even done similar things myself where I've, I used to have, you know, the same conversation topics I talked about all the time. I, I thought that I had to run through a list of stories and routines and games if I wanted to, to get a woman into bed when I was on a date with her. Mm-hmm. Now, later on, I found out that this isn't the case, but at the time, you do it, and especially if it does start working, you think, okay, this is, this is how it is. But once you actually start exploring the possibilities, then you can say, okay, well, maybe, maybe I don't need to do this. Uh, as an example, I remember before the book, the game came out, there was a a game that everyone used to used to do called <laughs> the cube. You're going to say that? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe some of the readers are, are familiar with this. Maybe they aren't. It's a psychological game, like a visualization tool. You get women to. Picture certain things in their mind, have her tell you what they are, and then you interpret them and tell her what that means about her. Uh, whether there's any validity to it or not, I mean, possibly there is, but it was one of the things that I did every single time I went on a date with a woman because I was just thought this is this is what you do, and you know what, what this is once I've been doing it for a little while and I've, I've had had some success. I'm getting dates. I'm hooking up with women, having sex. So I just figured, okay, this is one of the things that I have to do. I remember going on a date with a woman one night, and you know, we had, we had a fun time, got back to her house, ended up sleeping with her. The next morning, I realized, oh, I didn't I didn't run the cube on her last night. How did how did that work? And I I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that you know, there's something that I thought I needed to do all the time, I didn't do it, and I still got the same result. And I actually thought, well. If I don't need to do the cube, then what else don't I need to do? And it was from that point that I started cutting back on a lot of the things that I was doing, trying to get to just the uh, the absolute minimum of what I needed to do to get the same results so that it was more efficient. So just focusing on the core basics, the principles of what's going to get the most success for the smallest investment. And when you're able to, to do that, you can look at things in different perspective and think I was just wasting my time for so long doing all these things that I thought were getting me results but really I was getting res- results despite doing that. You know, it wasn't the fact that I ran the cube on women and got them to picture different things in the head that they decided to sleep with me. It was just, you know, some interesting bit of conversation that we had. You know, they don't, women don't make the decision to sleep with a man Based on you know one or two routines that you do, they base it on who you are, how you make them feel, and I think once you can uh, once you can see that, you can cut out a lot of the crap that you spend your time focusing on, and just focus on the the core things that make you attractive as a man.
0: Yeah, and, and something that you've kind of you brought up several times during you know, as you were making your point is being stuck in your own head, and i th- I, th- I think that's really a key point because like when you're when you're learning some of this stuff and and you're a bit nervous because it's new your focus or you know your all your attention on it and and trying to execute it right or-, or say it right however, what you should be doing is just observing like if if you don't understand how the wo- you know how how the woman is in front of you and you're not listening to her properly then it's, it's really going to go to the opposite, opposite direction from what you need. So, you know, one of the most important things, you know, I probably learned over time is, you know, there's also times just to shut up and as, you know, and it's just to become more observe, observe, observant. In fact, one of the, one of the best things, I, I don't know if I just did this naturally by accident or whatever, but I, you know, I, I always tended to just observe a lot as well and just kind of pick up things from there. And really I helped that. I, th- I think that helped me to get away from some of the worst habits I picked up um, because yep. if, if you're not being observant, then you're not going to see that it's having a negative reaction or not the I- ideal reaction and you're not going to understand what it's really doing. But as long as you learn to enhance your observation skills and to see see how women are reacting to it and learn about women, um, then over, over time, even if you have picked up some of the wrong tools, then you should start to be able to calibrate and see ah oh, that that isn't actually
1: working for me yeah definitely one of the things that you touched on there is uh, just being able to just shut up and say nothing <laughs> is sometimes the best thing that you can do yeah and it's funny because you told me before about coming full circle I mean that was the problem that I had initially was I guess not having enough to say like just being shy not not knowing what the right thing to say to a woman was I remember, I think it was the first ever date I had with a woman. I was probably like 16, 17, I can't can't remember. It was such an awkward experience. I went out with this girl and for about 90% of the time we were together, we just said nothing. It was this horrible, awkward silence where Mm. both of us were extremely nervous. We didn't know what to say and it was so uncomfortable that I thought, oh, I, I need to come up with some stuff that I can say to women because I don't want to go through that situation again. It was so painful. But now when you you do it with the right belief and the right mindset, you can sit back for a while, not say anything because you're comfortable with that silence. There's a difference between an awkward silence and a comfortable silence. And sometimes now I'm out on a date talking to a girl. That conversation topic will come to an end. I'll just sit back, just smile at her, sip a drink and wait for her to bring up something new. Whereas before, I always thought that the burden was on me to always bring up some interesting conversation. Sometimes you just want to sit back and let women feel that sort of uh, anxiety a little bit as well because I think as guys, like we're so focused on the fact that uh, we're out trying to impress women that we have this approach anxiety Sexual escalation anxiety, uh, she's gonna judge us if we don't say the right thing or wear the right outfit or whatever. We have all these different things going on in our own head that we don't realize women have got exactly the same stuff going on. I know that a lot of the times when you, when you go out and approach a woman, you might not get the best reaction. It might just be a, you know, timid sort of response. You might think, oh, she's, she's rude or she's not interested. Chances are she's just a bit nervous. She doesn't know what to say either because she's not used to guys coming up and saying something interesting to her. So they've got that same thought in their head, you know, does this guy like me? You know, is my hair looking good tonight? Uh, does he think that I'm fat? You know, he might be on a date and she's thinking, I wish I could think of something more interesting to say. Uh, he's probably not attracted to me or, you know, does he know that I had some garlic before for dinner? Uh, I hope he doesn't, you know, notice that on my breath or... Maybe I'm not his type, or there could be a million other things. I, I think women are more critical of themselves than guys are, yeah. but we don't realize that. We're, we're so in our own head about what, what's going on with us that we don't realize women are nervous as well. Yeah, so t- t- totally, and
0: missing 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 out on 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 that fact for me in the past. Uh, well, I, when I moved to Asia, because. Um, there were a number of factors which meant that the women in Asia often were more anxious because number one, maybe they hadn't met that many foreign guys. Number two, um, often their language skills weren't, yeah. weren't as good in English, of course. And this made them extremely anxious. And if they didn't understand something I said perfectly, you know, you just, then, then they wouldn't feel comfortable responding. And, and there's, yeah. and, there's and there's many, you know, there's, there's many reasons why a girl can can feel more anxious than 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 you in in many situations and it was for me it really came i didn't really learn that until i moved to other countries and i saw an extreme version of it and then when i went back to the western world i could i could see it for what it was, it was like oh this is all around us um but you know luckily i saw something a bit more extreme and it was kind of forced in my face cuz you know the girls wouldn't know what to say um and so I so I had to I had to deal with it and learn with it. And then when you go back to the West, you can you can pick up again. It's back to observation. You can pick up when they're being anxious, um, and it could be because they're not sure about you know the topic you brought up as well. Like I'm not sure if I'm going to sound intelligent about that, you know, or I don't have anything
1: great to say about that. So, off you know, yeah, we'll, absolutely. I remember uh, I remember going on a date with a Polish girl in London. And I had all these, you know, different things that I thought were interesting stories that I was determined to get out there and tell her. And she wasn't giving me anything back. I wasn't getting any feedback from her. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, she's not interested. She's not liking what I'm saying. She's not into me. It's going really badly. And I just I just got a bit fed up. I, was, oh, I said, oh, what's going on with you? You've, you've, you've got nothing to say tonight. What's, What's the problem? And she said, oh, I just... I don't feel I have anything to say that can compete with all these stories you're telling me. I don't I don't think I have anything interesting about me. And so whereas I was thinking she's just not interested at all, she's like, oh, you know, I can't say anything that's as good as what this guy has to say. And I was making her feel intimidated yep. and I had to back and just sort of have a natural conversation with her and just find out about her for her to feel comfortable right. being around me. Right, right. And and you know you just brought up something really important that you know I
0: would missed out on for years and didn't, wasn't a habit. It's just like if if you know, it's kind of like a, a fear of asking what's going on, right? So you just like oh you know why are you so quiet, right? Yeah. But I guess back back in those days, you know asking asking questions and you know, there, were, there were several mindsets associated with like you no, know, it's not a good idea to you know kind of like question what's going on with the girl and stuff. But, you know, honestly, it's one of the, the easiest and the stra- most straightforward uh, things to do if you're unsure of what's going on in the situation. You just say, hey, like, you know, what's up or why did you do that? Or, you know, just in a very, like, relaxed relaxed manner and you'll get a straight answer and then, and then things can move on from there. But um, I remember kind of, like, avoiding um, that, that kind of thing and just trying to kind of keep on going uh, with what I was doing, rather yeah. than just like addressing and saying, "Hey, wanna, what's up?" You didn't want to lower your value, <laughs> right? I, that was one of the terms back then. I Didn't want to lower my value <laughs> by, you know, suggesting I was actually interested in knowing what was
1: going on with her. <laughs> 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 How about that? Yeah, I, I've I've had the same things now. Like I'll, when I go on on dates with women now, sometimes I'll, I might say, uh, you, "You seem nervous. Are you okay?" And and I'll say, "Yeah, I, I am nervous." and I'll say why? What's what's the problem? She says, oh, you know, not that often that I I meet guys who are you know sober when they come and talk to me and <laughs> actually are interesting and fun and I go out and I like them. So I'm just uh, you know not used to this experience. So if I didn't ask, I might think she's being quiet because she's not interested, she's bored, whatever. But until you ask, you don't actually know. So that's that's definitely something that you can uh, you can incorporate when you're out with girls. Is just talk to them and remember that they're people just like you. They've got feelings and thoughts, and if you ask them, chances are they're going to give you a real answer because the fact that they're out with you in the first place means they're probably interested in you. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's, it's so I mean, I get
0: well, we're talking around a lot of subjects here, but I guess you know one big theme is like. Over complexity, making things more complicated than uh, they need to be, and there's there's, there's often a direct, simple way um, to to cut through cut through the kind of com- complex things that you, you might you, you might be using, in fact, to kind of shield you. And it's, and it, I think a lot, a lot of it's about fear, right? It's about yeah. we don't want to put ourselves on the line, which kind of comes back to you know if you're going to try something, do it wholeheartedly, make a best effort, and just put yourself out there and don't worry about it too much. You know, um, it's, it's not the end of the world if it doesn't work. Um, I I say, what well, like what is more the end of the world is if you don't put your whole heart into it and, and do it right, because then you'll just be wasting your time potentially not getting the result you want and not really testing out, you know, an approach that may improve your life with women.
1: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think, uh, one of the, I guess, principles I've tried to adopt is how can I get the same results for a lot less effort? So when I used to go out in London, uh, I was determined on running what we used to call solid game, which was opening really indirectly, not showing my intentions, conveying my personality through different stories and routines and games, and then once the woman's interested and attracted and we've got rapport, getting a phone number and organising to go out on a date with her. And quite often that could have taken anywhere from an hour to two hours. But back then we were like, that's, that's solid game, that's the best way to do things. Mm. Spend two hours getting a phone number, go on a date with her, maybe sleep with her that night or have a second date, sleep with her then, however it worked out because Obviously you needed to spend seven hours with a girl before she'd, uh, before she'd sleep with you. That was scientifically proven. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah, scientific. (laughs) Whereas, you know, if, if, if I went out now and I went up to a woman and I said, hey, how you going? I noticed you over here and, uh, you look interesting. I wanted to come over and meet you. My name's Jackson. How's your night going? Blah, blah, blah. Talked for five, ten minutes. I might get a phone number from that that's just as solid. I could go out on a, a date with her and have this <clears throat> be in the same position, but I've just saved two hours of my time. And I'm also in a position to approach a lot more girls that night that I'm out. So mm. I can get the same results for a lot less effort. Mm. So, yeah, definitely um, I think guys can experiment with different approaches. I think... The closer you can get to opening girls with without any pretext or excuse for why you're talking this to them, the better you'll do in the long run. Uh I know that with us and pretty much every guy who was who was going out in London back in those days, we were all doing the opinion openers, which for guys who maybe haven't heard of those is is going up to a group of women, hey guys, can I get a female opinion on something? And then going into some sort of story as to why you're talking to them. And, I mean, that, that can be effective in getting a conversation going. But you also run the risk of the women talking to you because they're interested in the actual conversation and not you. And I've had times where, you know, I've, I've spent 30 minutes talking to a girl, thinking it's going great, I'm, I'm running all this, all this material and telling all these stories. And, you know, and then she just happens to mention that she has a boyfriend or she's a lesbian or whatever it might be. And that's just half an hour that I've spent that I could have found that out in the first two minutes. So if you want to do things the hard way, you can you can keep focusing on doing indirect approaches or, you know, you can learn how to do Direct approaches, and, and there's a time and a place for everything. I'm not saying that a direct approach is, is the best in every situation. I think, depending on the environment you're in, you are in, will determine uh, the best the best type of approach that you should do. But if, if you're going to do the same indirect approaches everywhere you are, you are going to get some success, but it's also going to feel like a lot of work. It's it's going to take up a lot of your time. Uh, you're gonna get frustrated with it a lot, as I know that I did and a lot of our friends have. And I know that once you, once you try different things, put your ego on the line, put your balls on the line, try some direct approaches, uh, you might be shocked at the results that you start to get. So it's worth trying. Yep, definitely. And I, I guess
0: in the long run there's the, the upside I don't, I don't guess. I think I know. Uh, is is that, you know, you're you're being you rather than something something with a kind of fake veneer in front of your mask. Um, yeah. Which is going to make you feel better about yourself. And yeah, over the long term is going to be good for you in terms of your self-esteem, your ego and so on. And just conveying uh, conveying relaxation to, to, to the women when you're talking to them. Because, like, when you're carrying a veneer um subconsciously at some level you're gonna you're gonna probably have you know some some issues with that and they can come across to the girls you're talking to.
1: Yeah well I, I had similar issues with that and you may have had the same thing that I did where once I I got some success with women once whether it was getting numbers or having sex with different women, I attributed that success to my game to, The stories that I was using and scenes that I was using. So I developed confidence in my game rather than in me. So I don't think, I don't think I really developed my own self confidence. It wasn't, okay, women are interested in me. It was women are interested in me if I say these certain things and I go through this script that I'm running. I can sort of almost, almost trick them into liking me because it really comes from the place that women have more value than you and that just being yourself isn't enough. You have to entertain them, trick them, get them to like you by entertaining them. And you develop confidence in what you are saying to women. So if if you're in the situation of being in a nightclub and you can go through things perfectly as you've done before, you feel confident, you have situational confidence. But if you're in a different situation, maybe just out with a bunch of people and for whatever reason, you can't run the same stories and routines that you've been doing. All of a sudden, you, you might panic. You've got this anxiety. Oh, now I have to be myself. I don't have my game to rely on. Women aren't going to like me for just being myself. So I have to do all these all these different things to to overcompensate. Mm. And it, it can probably uh, really destroy your confidence. I think if you if you have too much success with women based on all these gimmicks like these different things we've been talking about like you know whether it's stories or palm reading or you know hypnosis and nlp or these other things that that people try you think that's that's why women are interested in me when it's not the case so you risk damaging your own self-confidence with women by hiding behind all of these different tricks really so that was a big thing that i had and it wasn't until i started being myself with women I thought, oh, you know, women are hooking out with me because they like me. I can just be myself. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to say next. I don't have to worry about uh, coming up with new, exciting stories. I can just say whatever. I can be myself, and it's going to be fine. And in the situations where women don't like that and women aren't attracted to me, then it's not a big deal. You can't expect that every woman is going to be into you the same as you're not going to be attracted to every woman, no matter what they do. So once you can come to terms with that, I think it takes a lot of pressure off you and you can just relax a lot more and just enjoy the whole process. I don't know if you found that as well.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It becomes a lot more enjoyable for sure. It's and you know, it's, it's just the way to be. What I was going to say, what I was thinking about when when you were you were talking about this um, was, you know, when, when you've had some success with it, when you're attributing it to things you've done, but it... Sometimes, as you say, it's it's got nothing to do with those things, and it's actually some, some something different. Well, again, I think that comes back. You know, how can you you avoid those kind of errors, like attribute, you know, thinking that it's it's because of one thing you've done, or whatever, and continuing to do that for a long time, it is uh, pillow talk. You know, um, you know, when when you're successful with women, you have got a girlfriend, or you know, if if you are sleeping sleeping with women, uh, don't don't be afraid to you know talk talk to the women about 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 you know how how you met them and, and so on afterwards, and you know girls of often reveal quite interesting details that will surprise you um and i remember I remember you know i was was surprised by the kind of details they brought up, and it was often something completely different um than than what i thought was you know the, <laughs> the reason that they were with me um know yeah. you're like ah really, okay, cool. Um, you know, and often it was something that you were doing naturally and you didn't even know you were doing, you know. Um yeah. Like I remember one time uh, a girl who uh, became my girlfriend for quite a long time. Uh, when, when I first met her, we went on a date somewhere and we're walking along the road and I was walking next to the curb and she was walking on the inside of the curb, so I was next to all the cars and the traffic. And I didn't realize I was doing this. This is just something I've always done, right? When I'm when I'm with a women. And she remembered that as being very, you know, me looking after her, doing the right thing. And she just thought, yeah, he's he's, he's a solid guy, you know. He made sure to like be protecting me from the traffic because there was a lot of traffic coming and stuff. And it wasn't it wasn't anything I thought about, you know, at all. It was just something that you know. I guess I've kind of kind of grown up with. So that, so that there's lots of like interesting things that you would have never ever thought of or will come out of those kind of conversations. And again, it just stops you from making the wrong assumptions about you know where your success is coming from.
1: Yeah. Have you ever uh, done that where you you've slept with a woman and you've asked her you know when she first was interested in you, and she said to you, well I noticed you standing over there with your friends and I was hoping that you were going to come up and talk right. to me. Yeah, And you think, oh, all, all that stuff that I did probably didn't even matter. She was interested before I even opened my mouth. So yeah, what, you think, what you think has led to her becoming attracted to you isn't the case at all. Yeah, She was just interested in you for, for who you are, but you didn't even realize that until she told you. Right, right. Well, I remember one time I was in uh, Montreal, and
0: uh I was in a bookstore while my buddies were somewhere else, and there was this really cute Japanese girl there, and I walked up and I said hi. And, uh you know, a day later, uh, we, we hooked up. And so I asked her the question, oh, so when did you think you were going to sleep with me? And her answer was, as soon as you walked up and said hello.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, and I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> done. Right? It's just like... So, if
1: she died it was that easy
0: right um and it's natural as well you know I just, yeah. I just I just think it a lot of this comes back to misconceptions we have about sexuality that we've been brought up with, uh, being taught to us, and so on, and that's that's completely natural if she found me attractive then then why not right why and i yeah. she, she she you know she, she assumed because I walked up to him and I said hi in a bookstore that I was interested too so the next assumption was, yeah, I'm gonna sleep with this guy. So which doesn't you know, doesn't surprise me
1: given where we are. I today. think that's something that we uh something that we lose track of is we can become so focused on all these tactics and techniques to try and make women attracted and, and seduce them that we forget like women are naturally attracted to men. Like just by virtue of being a man, there's a good chance a woman is gonna be attracted to you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do anything. You know, if a woman I'm attracted to comes up to me and says hello, she doesn't need to tell me any sorts of stories or do any sorts of tricks to make me want to have sex with her. I'm just attracted to her naturally. And it's the same with women in a lot of the cases. I've got a, I've got a friend who he goes out on dates with women that he meets and he's not great with women so he'll go out on dates and it won't lead anywhere. He he might go out sometimes with, on four, five, six dates with the same girl. And nothing is happening. He's not sleeping with them. He's not kissing them. It's not leading anywhere except to friendship. And he'll say to me, what are you you doing when you go out to hook up with all of these women? And I'll say to him, nothing. What are you doing to not hook up with all of these women? (laughs) I don't think I'm doing anything in particular. It's just I'm just letting nature take its course. More likely, you're doing something that's turning women off the idea of sleeping with you whereas they were probably interested in it in the first place. So take a look at your behaviours and the things that you're doing and maybe try eliminating some of those rather than trying to add things in, thinking that that's the key to getting what you want.
0: Yep, yep, totally. Well, man, we've, we've covered a lot of ground today and I hope it isn't overwhelming. Uh, I know I know some of these these... Ideas can seem kind of like abstract for someone who's kind of just starting out in this stuff uh, but hopefully we've given you a lot of pretty concrete examples so you can relate to them and and see how things can seem a lot more complex than they actually are and sometimes it just pays to you know simplify things down and uh, fo- focus on the bare essentials
1: yeah absolutely I mean I'm sure you're familiar with the uh the id twenty rule where of your success comes from 20% of your actions. Yep. I think it's, it's the same with women. It's the same with everything in life. If you focus on getting the core things right, just doing the basics right, you're going to get a lot of success. So focus on going out, approaching women, having fun, being yourself, being in control, being confident, trying to escalate things you're going to do well. If you go out and practice it, your confidence is naturally going to going to improve. Women are going to respond to you better and you'll start seeing results. Mm-hmm. So I would say throw away a lot of the stuff that you think you might need to do. Like forget about trying to hypnotise women. Uh, forget about trying to use NLP tricks and dicks on them. I mean, we've both met guys who do this sorts of stuff and I think more often than not, they just come across as weird and creep the girls out. If you just focus on being a cool guy who's interesting, fun to talk to, sociable, you're going to find that you get a lot of success naturally. Yeah, thanks, Jackson, man. Uh, That's a great
0: point to finish on. Uh, Thanks for making the time for this today, man. It's been great having you on.
1: Not a problem. Been fun. I hope the listeners get something out of it. You can
0: find out more about today's podcast and Dating Instructor on Dating Skills Review. Google Dating Skills Review or Dating Skills Podcast and you'll be there. For first-timers on the podcast, Dating Skills Review is the largest database of dating advice on the planet. If it exists, we have it. Before you do anything else, read anything else, listen to anything else about dating, sex, or attraction, download our free manual, Fast Track, 7 Rules to Get Good with Women in Months, Not Years. You can download it right from the Dating Skills Review homepage. That's DatingSkillsReview.com. It will teach you the best-in-class learning strategy that the top dating instructors in the world have used to get good with women. Readers say it's flawless. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Those reviews help to increase our iTunes ranking and spread the word. Dating Skills Review wouldn't be what it is today without your feedback and support, so a big thanks there. This is Angel Donovan from Dating Skills Review. Get working on those skills hard this week because next week we're taking another step up to mastering your dating life. Dating Skills Podcast is brought to you by Dating Skills Review. Dating Skills Review is the Amazon.com of dating advice for men. If it exists, we have it. We help you find the best advice fast so you can get good with women in months, not years. Learn more at www.datingskillsreview.com.